When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel on the same offense. What the San Francisco 49ers just did. Also, Yankees say no excuses, so are they excusing? And the art here of Wilson flipping over Dalton. And the drama of clean the forks, Dan! <laughs> Let's go! No, no, I, I thought it was like a, a roommate war that you had in college. Clean the forks, Dan! They're in the sink! Who is the second best team in the NFC? It's a question without an answer right now, maybe. Maybe that changed with this Christian McCaffrey trade. A blockbuster, the likes you never see midseason. San Francisco sending second, third, and fourth round picks this year, a fifth round pick next year to Carolina for, I mean, talking about dual threat players in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey, Devo Samuel. What, what did the 49ers just do, Frank Isola? It, I just love the fact we're talking about a huge NFL trade in October. You Never very rarely, if ever, see that. But I'll tell you what, they're getting a dynamic player. He's going to make their offense better if, and it's a big if, can he play? The last two seasons, 10 out of a possible 33 games. That's, that's all he played. So he misses games. But he does seem healthy now. But I'll tell you what. It's great for San Francisco. I give Carolina a lot of credit. They've pulled the plug on this season. It's about rebuilding. And I think they made a very good trade for a player that they're paying a lot of money to and who, again, misses a lot of games. Israel Gutierrez. They elevated themselves to probably a top four team in the NFC and possibly better, depending on whether uh, Jimmy Garoppolo can handle uh, the quarterbacking duties this season. I mean, you talk about Christian McCaffrey, and yes, you worry about the health. But you look at him in, Car- in Carolina, this season played 85% of his team snaps. That's the most of any running back. 40% he accounted for their uh, yards from scrimmage. He might not have to do that heavy a lifting in San Francisco. He can be more efficient with his, you know, not get hit as often and be more efficient with his big plays. And if he is out there, man, you've not only Debo, Debo's a wide receiver who can run it, McCaffrey, a running back who can catch the ball. You have no idea what they're going to do. So if they can obviously stay creative with that offense, you put them right up there. You mentioned who's the second best team. I think that is Philly because I think Minnesota is the best team in the NFC. You've got the Dak-led Cowboys and this team right here. Those four teams are the teams in the NFC. We're going to stop right here. We're going to put a, a bookmark in that, and I think we'll get to that later. Woody Page. Of course, everybody likes the idea of McCaffrey and Samuel in this offense with, with Shanahan, but mortgaging the future? What do you think of San Francisco's move here? Uh, well, the gamblers have already said 18-1 to before, 14-1 to now to win the world championship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that everybody recognizes this is going to improve the 49ers dramatically and immediately. Let me give you a bit of a side here. Uh, their fathers, Cal Shanahan's father, Mike, and uh, McCaffrey's father, Ed McCaffrey, 
were together with the Broncos. So this is going to be seamless when he moves to the 49ers. This is the same system that they grew up watching the Broncos in Denver. So it's going to work out extremely well for the 49ers. People say, they gave up too much, second, third, fourth, and fifth. However, they got three-thirds for losing uh, assistant coaches to other teams. So they're really back where they were. With, with their draft choices. This is going to be great. You talked about Israel saying that, that, uh, that Dao Adebo was, uh, you know, a wide receiver. They're both running backs. They're both wide receivers. You've got a great combination mm-hmm. there. And Ramona Shelburne, are you as high as everyone else? Yeah, look, last year the Rams were the team that said F them picks, right? Like, go out and get who you need to go get. And this year, Jeremy Fowler in his reporting today said, the teams that I heard who were interested but didn't meet the same price that the 49ers did here, Rams and Broncos. This is the kind of trade that one team puts his chips into the middle of the table and and goes for it and the other team doesn't. I I think this plays out over the course of the entire year as as if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy. He's played, as Israel said, 85% of the snaps this year, five straight 100-yard games. Um, This could be a game changer. All right, everybody wants back in on Gutierrez with his NFC pecking order, which has Minnesota won. Minnesota. Frank, first to you. I wish that they opened up that roof. Maybe they could. They've always been a much better cold weather team. Let me ask you this, though. Why, if the Niners are going for it, why did they start the season with Trey Lance as their quarterback and not Jimmy Garoppolo? So it's almost this guy gets injured, Garoppolo's in, the old guy's in, and now they're going for it. It's amazing how quickly they changed. Well, Garoppolo was injured the, the entire offseason, so they weren't going to go with him. They didn't even use him in training camp. So when you're saying, him. why didn't they go with him? They All couldn't. right, you guys are having a different conversation than I thought. Israel, I guess no one wants to oppose you. Minnesota, then, let's just give him the NFC now. Go ahead, Iz. Well, this answer is part of what Frank wants to know is, The NFC is not top-heavy. The NFC looks winnable. That's why San Francisco made this move. They probably didn't go into the season thinking, hey, Trey Lance is our quarterback. We might be able to get to the Super Bowl. But look what they have in front of them now. I haven't heard anybody have Minnesota at one over over what Philadelphia has done to start this year. Woo! But your your paddle is didn't oppose you. There you go, Israel. You got away with it. We move on. Last night, Cardinals 42, Saints 34. The beauty and the art of, well, Andy Dalton bumming after one of his two pick sixes and Wilson somersaulting in the background. It's just, just put it in the museum. But also the drama and consequences of Calamari giving it to Cliff Kingsbury like this. Both were downplaying it after the game. Kyler, quote, I guess it's my fault. Kingsbury called it a Gen Z thing. Ramona, you're shaking your head. Does win make that go away? No, none of those quotes make me think they like each other. I mean, look, Tony, how do you get – what's the worst way to get somebody to calm down? Yell, calm down. <laughs> Come on. I tell my toddler all the time. When we go fast, we end up going slow. When we go slow, we end up doing things faster. This is not mm. going to work. And they've had this issue before in the preseason. They, this is obviously an ongoing issue for these guys that they happen to win, but it's still – Right, so you feel. connect this to the preseason story we had about – well, Kingsbury allowed Murray to call plays, and then he realized how hard it was. This is still playing out in the regular season, but they won the game yes. Woody Page. Does that make it all go away? Yes, it does. And, in fact, I liked it. I mean, you got two fiery guys. They're going at it. They win the game. They go from 14-14 to 28-14. They blow the 
blow the game away at some point. And Hopkins said, you know, it's sort of like a marriage that they had a bit of a problem. And I certainly mm. can d- discuss that topic with you if you want me but, to. But I believe that, <laughs> that there was nothing wait, wrong with wait. it. And yes, it goes away. Yes, you can talk about that topic. Makes all things uh, we're not going to ask exactly for the specifics with all that. But you mentioned the score went to 28-14. Had nothing to do with the offense. It was two pick sixes. Is there a good Sierras? How about you? I think it goes away for now. But if you know, you talked about it, them downplaying it after the game. I don't think they were downplaying it. I think they were basically doubling down by saying, "Yeah, that's who they were he up is." Playing it. And Cliff right, Kingsbury yeah. saying, "Well, yeah, I guess I'm just a Gen Z thing, so I shouldn't be antsy in front of a camera or nervous in front of a camera or animated." And so, yeah, I think if this ever comes to a head again, they will be at each other's throats again. And I don't think that's a good look for a head coach who has to, you know, be the leader of all of these men when you let your quarterback sort of make you look. A little oh, silly on, on national the TV, then it might empower it was some Murray other people. Who was yeah, I think it cursing, was not, not Kingsbury. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right, and he just sat there and sort of took it, and here you have your team leader cursing at you as a head coach. I just don't think that's a good look for the coach. Right, guys, solo. They won the game. Does it all go away with a win? Yeah. I think a little bit does, but I think Izzy's <laughs> right. I mean, is a young Ben Roethlisberger going to yell at Mike Tomlin? Is a young uh, Tom Brady going to treat Bill Belichick that way? I remember, you know, uh, Bill Parcells screaming at Phil Simms. That's a little bit different. And I actually think it goes back to the playoff game against the Rams where Murray did not play well, took a lot of criticism, and I also think it includes what he did a couple weeks ago when he slid a yard short and they had to call timeout. Clearly, I think both of them are under a lot of pressure, and it kind of played out last That's where Woody Page. Well, wait a second. They had lost eight state home games. So you would expect some stress there in Arizona. And they got it out of their they got it out of their mouths. They finished with it and they went on and they did, even though forty two was the highest watermark for a Kingsbury two team pick sixes. in the NFL, Oof. though again, two of those points, two of those touchdowns came by the pick sixes. Calm down, Woody. One more story here. Two NFL headlines of the weekend. The return of Dak Prescott Sunday, Cowboys-Lions. And the return of Tua Tungabailoa Sunday night, Dolphins against the Steelers. A primetime game there. So all eyeballs on Tua. There's a question, I guess, about how you would expect both them to play after time away. But Israel, South Florida, to you, specifically with Tungabailoa, how does the primetime return come off? How is South Florida prepared for this? Honestly, it comes off as a little bit unfortunate because it will be all eyes on him again, just like uh, the injury against Cincinnati. And if anything goes wrong, it's like, man, you know, everybody's going to have their opinions on him. But in terms of football, if the doctors are clearing him, people believe, hey, this is a Dolphins team that was 3-0, and should be really, really good with him. He is a difference maker on this team, and they just kind of, you know, pray that he stays healthy. Frank Isola. Yeah, the quarterback of the Cowboys is always under a microscope, but I think for Dak it works out perfectly. Number one, Cooper Rush saved the season with the way that he performed, and he's coming off a poor game, and now you step right into it. For two, I think everyone is probably concerned. The last thing we want to do is see that guy take a big hit. Everyone's going to hold their breath because that's coming. But for the doctors to clear him, that is enough for you, Frank? I, 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 I'm going to have to trust the doctors. I can't imagine in this case, after everything that's happened, they're letting that guy go out there and he's not 100%. I don't buy it. Don't buy Roman it. Roman Shelburne. 
I mean, the amount of, of controversy surrounding him playing the last time makes me think that there's no way they let him back on on the field unless he's passed every test three times. Yep. And I, I really hope that he, we don't ever come to this decision again or the situation again with him because, you know, you get one or two concussions, that's that's something. But you get uh, one after what we've all seen. I, this is this is where your career is at stake and your life is at stake. And so I, the amount of pressure on him playing again for the doctors who are clearing him is tremendous. And Woody Page. Well, they had two options. Say they're bringing him back to the field because the doctors have said he's okay to play again. Or two, just shut him down for the season. Really, do you mm-hmm. think that if you don't trust your doctors, and doctors have made mistakes. We saw one in San Diego when the Chargers actually had a problem with the, with the quarterback because they shot him up before a game. But it's happened Taylor, before. Yeah. But I believe in this situation that if you're going to do it, you must do it when the doctors say it, or you say, we're just not going to let you play this year. I think that's the only other option available. Expectations for Dak Prescott. First game back against Detroit. They've had some problems defensively. You expect him to be back to where he was pre-injury. Ramona Shelburne, Frank Isola. Well, they, they were saying in practice, he's going to 50 yards. Okay, all right. Miami gets a win Sunday night. Israel Gutierrez, you see my. Yes. Hi on hi yes. the Dolphins. I'm yes. sorry, I take that. All right, but let's just go to break. Buy yourself. <laughs> Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Chase. The difference between the Astros and Yankees this series is 22 strikeouts. New York has 30 through two games, but it's also about five feet. Stanton's ball game one, Judge's ball game two. So close to getting out. Judge had a 9-10 expected average. Bregman's home run, the lone Astro runs of the game, was under 100. So Severino bemoaning that, calling it lucky. Aaron Boone said the open roof and the wind played the difference. The roof being open was MLB's call pregame. Frank, this is your account. 
And by that, I mean complaining, not New York. How do the Yankees yep. sound talking <laughs> like that down 0-2, and how should they feel? Yeah, this is when you need George Steinbrenner around. Can you imagine the screaming that he would do? And then he, you know what he would do Ooh. before tomorrow? He'd put a roof on Yankee Stadium and have it closed. <laughs> but you know what? Severino threw one bad pitch. I don't know how you can call that lucky. Bregman killed that ball. But the, the Yankees were just unlucky. Defensively, they were good. The pitching was good. They just can't generate enough hits. And in game one, striking out 17 times, and you're going to sit there and complain? Manufacture runs. My God, it's tough to watch. It Israel now. Gutierrez. I mean, never has there been more of a this is baseball type of answer. The home field advantage is what it is. But for Severino, I could understand the starting pitcher. It's going to be a while before he gets another chance to impact the game, saying, okay, they got lucky. That bothers him because his team's now going home, you know, with an 85% chance of the Astros winning the series, according to history. But Aaron Boone and the rest of the Yankees, they need to calm down, recognize, you know, they just got outpitched in a, you know, a pitcher's duel, and now they're going to go home with a chance to even it up. Woody Page. What are they thinking? They're thinking we're not going to be in this series very long. Frank, you're sitting there saying, oh, they're unlucky. No, they had, before this series started, 80% of their runs were produced by home runs. Guess what? If you're not going to hit home runs and you're going to strike out 17 times a game, then you're not going to win the series and you're not going anywhere. Houston is a better team. They don't need luck to beat those Yankees. Neither team is really hitting in this series right now, Ramona. The Yankees striking out a whole lot more. Uh, How do you view it, 2-0 Houston right now? Look, I understand what they're saying because Bregman's home run was not hit as hard as Aaron Judge, as as the fly ball. The wind was blowing that direction. It's 91.8 miles an hour off the bat, but it went 360 feet to left field because that's the direction it was going. To right field. Drudge so you're buying 106 okay. miles an hour off the bat, because okay? So I understand. I know. But this is the New York Yankees. You don't right. get to make excuses like that, do you? They have right. a the tweet strikes. at the start of the season. Talk is cheap. We're the Yankees. And here we are down 0-2. What are they doing, Ramona? They're talking. They missed DJ LeMayhew. They missed some of their other guys. I mean, they look, they did manufacture a couple of runs in this. I mean, they, Rizzo had an RBI there. That was that in that inning where they scored the two runs. But Framber Valdez was great. Yeah. He had 25 swings and misses, the third most in a, for a pitcher in, in, since 2000. I mean, the, the, he was great last night. Nine strikeouts, zero walks. Anybody giving That's the Yankees a chance to make it even this weekend at home? Anybody? Yeah. Garrett Cole I and am. Cortez are pitching. Absolutely. Ramona and Frank yeah, think it's like pitching is set up. All right. No. They haven't won in Houston. They're owned five this year in Houston. They'll win. Clippers 103, Lakers 97 last night. The return of Kawhi Leonard coming off the bench, 14 and 7. Return of John Wall to basketball. That was great to see, 15 points. The return of the Lakers not shooting. 0 of 9 from 3 in the fourth. Westbrook not off the bench, but 0 for 11. Quote, Lakers need to trade Russell Westbrook now. Enough is enough. Who wrote it? Bill Plasky wrote it. Ramona, you were there. What to buy, what to sell. Uh, it was it was hard to watch. Look, the Lakers had two things that were very broken with their team last year, their defense and their shooting. They've actually gotten a lot better on defense, and I think you have to give them credit. They played the Warriors and the Clippers, probably the two best teams in the Western Conference. They looked pretty good last night outside of the shooting. But did you see Russell shoot that ball? The closest defender was 10 feet away from him. I mean, he's not. they, they are getting the looks. They just can't make them. Woody Page. Yeah, after they play the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, Ramona, I'll text you and say, okay, they played a lousy team now. How did they look? They Fair can't enough. shoot. This is the gang who can't shoot straight. Mm. They, they had the worst percentage in two back-to-back games in the history of the NBA. And guess who was 0 for 11 from the floor? That was Westbrook. I agree with Bill Plasky. It is over. Get rid of him. 
That's a, the first thing you must do. Israel Gutierrez. They need to move him because he's just sucking the joy out of an entire organization. Not him, but his play, everything around him. There was a scene yesterday where a fan, you know, cursed at him, and he said, say it to my face, and he said it to his face, and then Russell just walked back to the locker room. I mean, none of this stuff is really good for Russell Westbrook's mental health, obviously, and it's not going to get any better. So I don't know what you can get back, but it's definitely time to move on from Russell Westbrook. Right, Yeah, It's amazing. It's like two games. It's already a disaster. They are 19 of 85 on threes. And guess what? Russell Westbrook has not taken all of those 85 threes. So you can already see where it's going, especially after last night. All the blame is shifting to Russell Westbrook. It goes a lot deeper than that. And you know who knows it? LeBron James. Roster construction. I mean, they're looking for threes everywhere. Matt Ryan, last seen driving Uber, last seen working at a cemetery, and now he joins this <laughs> graveyard of a yeah. team. Ramona Shelburne, last word. Uh. Look, the pregame all we talked about was Russell Westbrook not wanting to come off the bench. You know who came off the bench last night? Kawhi Leonard. Didn't hear a peep out of him. Yeah. He looked great, too. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Give me the last word. Ramona got the last word. Knocked out Isola. How about that? <laughs> this is my town. Yeah, now I'm on the bench, though. Hey, Shelburne, like showdown next. I love it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. We talked about Dak Prescott under a little pressure in his return against the Lions this Sunday. Some other quarterbacks with some pressure on them Sunday. And these are all on three and three teams. Tom Brady, the Bucks have the Panthers. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens versus the Browns. Aaron Rodgers in the pack at the Commandos. Momo, who has the most pressure on them? I think it's Tom Brady. Like they, no, outside of Philly, who's going to win the NFC? It's still wide open, and the, he came back for a reason because it's wide open. They have not looked the part, though. Woody Page. I think, Ramona, it's really Lamar Jackson. He bet on himself this year. He is actually playing for his contract that he could have gotten. So he's got to win games if he wants to get that big number. Not turn the ball over in the fourth quarter. Points. Woody Page, showdown two. Were there boos in Philadelphia last night? Did Joel Embiid put up a donut in the second half? Did he leave the arena without talking to media? Yes, yes, and yes. Bucks 90, Sixers 88. Philly's 0-2 after playing Boston and Milwaukee. Something or nothing, Woody? 
Well, it's something. I mean, he was checking into the game last night, and he looked gassed going onto the court. He was over the entire second half. This is a guy who keeps take, talking about wanting to be the MVP. This is not EVP, MVP-type numbers. This was a game in Philadelphia where the Bucks didn't have Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday had a bad shooting night. And it comes down, you have the ball in your best player's hand. First, Joel Embiid passes the ball. It's a turnover. Then James Harden wants a foul and it doesn't get a call. They should have won the game and Embiid going 0 for 7 in the second half. Something not or nothing, start. Ramona. Play the game. Something. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing for you in FaceTime. 30 seconds of face, Woody Page. Earlier this week, I picked the Denver Nuggets to win the NBA championship, and everybody here laughed at me. Okay, they go out and lose to the Jazz, and you're expecting me to have a Mia Culpa, Mia Fool. Well, guess what? They're going to beat the Golden State Warriors in San Francisco tonight. They come home and play against the Oklahoma City Thunder that I mentioned earlier. You don't come crying to me after they're two and one with a start and they win the championship. There it is, Woody. Stick by your take. There you go. Although, I was laughing at you because you only mentioned Stan Kroenke in your answer while picking the Nuggets. You didn't even mention Jokic. Israel Gutierrez, last word to you. Oh, did you see Thanasis uh, pick his brother's nose for him the other day? Standing rule, you can't pick your family, but you can't pick their nose. No pick! No! No Uh, pick! See you Monday. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.